Put these tight gloves on your dick and balls, please. I was going to say, could you put these gloves on? And by on, I mean, let me stick them up your butthole and smell your neck. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's my kind of glove salesman. (laughs) Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a discount? Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. On that lucid note, welcome to the Jerk Luc- Practice Luc- Podcast. How may I help you? I don't. That's not even the define, <laughs> uh, and I don't even know what I just said. Uh, I'm Hans. You're, you're about to. We're about to help a lot of people. Yes. I'm Casey. Welcome to the Jerk Practice. I have pod. go a question for you. Do you think? Guinness Book of World Record, which we're not in records, of course, uh, has ever turned down an application. Do they take submissions? We've submitted, so they do not. They can go no, no thanks. Buddy. Oh, absolutely, not but impressive enough. I may have submitted to a Somali pirate ship. Ooh, so a skunky I've one. gone through. We talked about it on the Guinness Book on our two hundredth hundredth episode. It's a process, but it's a pretty uh-huh. standard form, multitude of forms, and it, it mm-hmm. Guinness is based out of England. Yeah. Okay? Um, so the transaction happens internationally. That shouldn't seem so strange. Uh, we, right. You do it all the time. I guess Social Amazon security becomes numbers, the routing numbers, they <laughs> ask for it all. Um, but... The only concern, and then you create the thing, and what they can do is they yeah. can, if it's not a category that you're fighting against, you can sure. choose your own category. And I chose uh, mm. longest, what was it? Longest running podcast season? Longest, no. Not longest episodes. Longest running season of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Because our seasons are a yeah. hundred episodes a season. Got it. Got it. So we're not a twelve it. episode season, people. We're not. So we got. We're not. Got um, Lindsey Graham, the historian, <laughs> not the yeah. suck historian. Yeah, right. <laughs> the history of sucking. Oh, listen to his podcast. I tell you. Oh, what, I'd, it's on the Vitrola. I I his suck podcast. I download slowly when I could only initially on download audio of sex. <laughs> Back in the day of internet, when you're so horny, your your toes so hurt. Um, <laughs> longest running season of a podcast. Now they can, and it's only a five dollar submission, or it's like a hundred. Okay. I know I talked to everybody's heard this, or a hundred dollars to rush it because if you just do the five dollar submission, they're like it could be back in the line, dude. It, it could be like three to five or six weeks to three months, something whatever they said. Um, I okay. We may what, have covered it, but five bucks—that's like a where you get drunk at a party and you're like, "Let's do you guys. Let's pull five bucks. Let's get ugliest guy in Watertown. Right? <laughs> it's gonna be you, dude." And then you they they eat the five bucks. They eat your yeah. five dollars, and you just go, ah, "At least we tried." They can have a list. They have a list of things you should avoid. Is the topic too broad? Is it not uh, even a topic? Is it? Is it not? <laughs> definable and that was where i was i was like is it not definable because is joe rogan technically non-seasoned but then you put a description i made a point Uh that it's the longest running season of a seasoned 
podcast. We claim that we do it. We are seasoned. Season. The only concern I had oh, we was well the contracts after you have everything in uh-huh. kind of gives Guinness. We might be owned by Guinness Book of World. Oh, shit. They kind of. Sponsored by Guinness? Yes. And you're not allowed to talk about, if you're in Guinness (laughs) Book of World Records, seriously, you're not allowed to talk about it unless they approve it. So if we're in the Guinness Book of Suds? Because then we're getting our own promotion off their back. It's very... I don't like it, to be honest. But I did submit it to uh, Ripley's, Ripsters. Easy peasy. They ignored us. I want to. I want a waxy. They just said, "Give us a paragraph." Why you weird, bro? And I did. (laughs) I said, "We got long seasons." (laughs) The longest seasons look. No, Uh, the only reason I asked is because as I was setting up and logged into, uh, here's a plug, Facebook, to talk and record and be there, bro. Uh, They, of course, the algorithms are listening to everything that we say and everything we click on. So, of course, front and center was a video from posted by the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay. And it was probably one of the most impressive feats I've seen other than, like, strongman in just the, like, like, holy shit, like, look at that. Look at that fat guy throw a keg onto a battleship. I've seen it. You're like, can't do that. Right. That guy from Norway can. That guy's a thing, um, yeah. And I was like, okay, like that's what a superhero looks like. And this, it was this kid from South America, and he was a, two things that I cannot do. One is a do a Rubik's cube. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Which is you know, neither. which is your classic. Like he's a smarty. Look how fast you got to be. Smart. I think I could. I think I could do it if I sat down long enough. You know what? Don't have the patience. No. Not good at Tetris either. No patience. Tr- chess, no patience. I'm good at Tetris until I throw the controller at the screen. Right. Or just bite it in half like a stick of jerky or an old breadstick. Those slow, the slow start, God, I feel good when I get oh, that man, long. Sailing, when baby. you drop the dong, as I always trademark <laughs> called it. I'm dropping the dong and you break the four <laughs> bricks or whatever. Man, that feels good. And then it instantly speeds up just a half a click speedier and i'm like i'm I'm done hey hey, hey. Hey, man that music i thought we had an agreement here (laughs) i was dropping i'm breaking bricks all right go ahead uh so it's a kid who can a solve rubik's cubes rubik's cubes very quickly but then also he's juggling them oh wow so he has three rubik's cube and he's tossing them and i'm watching it going like oh is this just the first juggling. guy who like paid the five bucks to say I juggle... first man to juggle three Rubik's cube for saying. five days. Yeah, and then they after you watch it for a while, it's very mesmerizing. You it slows it down and and goes to a close up, and he's using his thumb and pinky and going, and then tossing it in the air, thumb pinky, thumb pinky. Every time he touches a Rubik's cube, he's switching it into a pattern the dexterity of that is incredible right i was like this is a feat of human superhuman this is why peter parker spider-man or miles morales spider-man doesn't exist he greased the cubes because oh greasy cubes when's the last time you had a smooth rubik's cube never 
just they're always jack jag this guy that is so greased oh, up with that's white lightning why they were all the stickers were red oh yeah oh yeah exactly just grease out of his What's hand that? did he yuri gallerum they're pre-rent they're pre-twisted they're worn in a little bit what did yuri geller do that was a space monot right was that yuri geller who is the guy who who claimed he could bend spoons but he pre-bent them where he oh. would go on like letterman and Oh yeah, Geraldo. You know, it's probably that I, name. I was I, thinking of the cosmonaut Yuri Glavskin. Yuri Gergarin. Gergar. Yuri Gergarin. Great name. Yuri Geller. Mouthful. Crook. Both G's, huh? U G. Uh, I feel I he greased had, it, which I'm nothing had, against it. Oh, could you imagine if Yuri Geller bent so many spoons? They're like, you have psionic abilities. Put him on a rocket ship. Send him into space. And, and, <laughs> those hands on that window those commies aren't bringing him back either it's like that dog right or was it the um mexican government that shot a a monkey into space right just a monkey and it didn't come back russia did an ape and a dog god damn what was the name of the dog i like that chimp right now that mexican there's that classic i think i think the u.s did a chimp to be fair oh no i'm not i believe me the u.s did they they, a they flag to his back. They lit three guys on fire in a simulator just to see if simulators burn. I'm not. <laughs> I know what's going on. I know Tom Hanks lit that fuse. A a a toddler Hanks, toddler as as he stubs out his little baby stogie. I was just gonna say he flicks on that it in trail there, of gasoline, like uh, flicks it in there like Dennis Hopper in Waterworld. Um, oh yeah. Great reference, but no one will ever know it. But and yeah, I just saw that video and I was like, "Holy crap!" That's incredible. It was incredible. It's incredible to watch. And I was like, "But what? Like, could we utilize that talent anywhere other than his dad or mom made him solve Rubik's cubes while juggling them?" Uh, I mean, that guy's fingers, which will be paced by the time you said he's a young man. Yeah, he looked like he was teen, late teen is teenish, sixteen, seventeen. I mean, if it were the nineteen aughts, he'd be the greatest. <laughs> he'd be the nickel greatest millionaire, nickel millionaire, putting his hand in those uh, uh, textile machines, getting those gears loosened, lose an arm real quick. What do you need the dexterity for that mechanics can't do anymore? That's like, I mean, it's cool that he could get his fingers in a hole and pull out a crab Pick or something. Out. I don't know. Like, yeah, do a little, he get the little screwdriver. What do you need? I mean, dexterity's cool. He's probably an amazing gamer. I mean, like, that's obviously. what I was just going to say. The only way I know dexterity is through like a D and D like, Ooh, Oh, don't mm. slouch on dexterity. you never know when you're going to need to roll. I mean, he can clearly juggle. Well, that juggling has served no purpose other than Kings, not, Chopping fools' heads off in ancient times. <laughs> he can call you. Oh, he can call me a butthole anytime he likes. Look at him. <laughs> Look at juggling the cubes puzzles. going round. <laughs> um, wow, I have no real life application. I'm wondering if we can submit. Uh, can you pay five dollars to call bullshit on anybody? Or to change to an amend the first greased because we could I... juggle, but you'd hear that crank and crack and. 
You have to throw them real high. That's fucking genius. Let's get on the phone. Let's get Johnson and Mir on the phone with Guinness. You can pay a $5 bullshit. Casey. And I'll still take, they'll still take your five bucks. It's like a thumbs down or an arrow down on Reddit. What? Like, I don't like it. Take it out of the book. I'm voting. What if we do our own book, the Casey book of negated records? And we go through all their records and troll them like a bunch of assholes and go, yeah, yeah, that is a fat twin, but I think he didn't drink enough water. I'll do you one better. Casey's book of second best records. I want number two. I want the second placers. That's pretty good. Ah, But doesn't Guinness put top fives in some? They shouldn't. Well, tops Casey's book of... Best Sixer. Sixer? There you go. That's a good brand right there. Hooks it in. American The Book of Sixers. (laughs) This is a book of American (laughs) records. That exists, obviously. Yes, it does. I like negated records. You know what? It would... Maybe a whole book might not get picked up. Unless you had cool... Like we had with that Ripley's, like cool little cartoons next to it. Um... Uh, no, but I just I say? so I saw that video and I was like, all I could imagine was this guy's father or mother just railing on this kid, the way that you see in these you know in television shows about you know young kids on the path to play pro football, basketball, hockey. Pick your poison. Oh, you made it where it's just like all you do is this. This is you, right. shown just the glimmerest, littlest sliver of aptitude at something. And this kid just so happens to be like, he can do Ruby's Cutes fast. And, but he can also... You know what he's he... He's outside juggling, so like, put them together! We're calling Guinness! He'll probably be a great mu- magician. Magician. Mm. Right? That's the dexterity. He'd be amazing. I Has there think. been a hot new that you have heard of in your a hot new magician? Right? No, no, David Blaine's no COVID. You'd think there'd coppers. be amazing musicians with just people doing card tricks alone, staring at a wall for the last two and a half years. But I can't Do think, you think of. We will see a magician boom, like one of the boons of COVID, could be the return of a classic thirty-minute TV special. Hmm. Where some magician just scares a bunch of rubes on the street. How? Or in a big stadium. I don't know. Two, it's two styles. It's two I styles. wish there were... St- I mean, I... Well, they got King Rube here. So I'm licking my chops in any television special when I was a kid. But I, I will remember... quote unquote tune in. I will watch it on Hulu. Right. But I would sweat like the time coming when David Copperfield made the... Statue of Liberty disappear? Oh man, I remember that. I yeah. turned my lights down in the basement to match how dark it was in New York. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and I'm still, I was just about to bring it up. Um, And we're back. How about that for magicians? Was I right? Uh, I had to have Ashley connect her phone to them and then that told my phone that it was okay to connect to the headphones for some Mm -hmm. reason Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh man that makes me mad so i'll get to the welcome back musicians but i have (laughs) 
you I go through earbuds like the way uh, yeah. drug addicts go through pipes. You know what I mean? Like I right. I literally like burn... a ball player goes through a bag of sunflower seeds. Right. I burn them I burn them out. Um That's so funny. I have sunflower seeds written down on my notes. <laughs> so looking through the ether. Um I was going to say sunflower seeds burn. Oh, so I, I have my earbud connected to my computer, to my phone, mm-hmm. to my tablet. Right. But if I accidentally don't have my computer turned off or in its range, they automatically hook up. Right. What's the last thing I hooked up to? It makes me, it's such a non problem, but it is infuriating when i click a podcast and i don't hear anything and then it starts coming out of my device directly and not in my straight into my ear holes straight into my (laughs) brain that comes out in my car god damn it with such force that i can't remember it it's like getting hit by a boxer like here's your information so close to your lamygdala that you'll never retain it um no i felt so much like a slouch because it was because you had said, well, you got to shut off any device that had previously Bluetooth to it. So I was like, because I'm a troglodyte, I was like, well, I have an iPod still that I use. Sure. iPod video, right? Because in, until until recently, I didn't have a, a functioning modern iPhone. Yeah, I had the old Rick. for it. Better off. But yes, I had it. So I shut that off and then my phone refused. So I used every other Bluetooth device that I could think of that my phone. Would, so I know the Bluetooth is working. Mm-hmm. And then it was Ash was like, well, you can use my phone if you want. And she's like, let's see if it works. And then hers connected to it. And the moment her phone connected to it was the moment mine went. Oh, hi. Oh, where you been? Hey, buddy. I I needed my friend to tell me you're okay. The buds I um currently just got beautiful set from this company Shine or Sheen. Have you heard of it? S C or S H E I N. No, I haven't heard of it. Okay, it's good. You shouldn't support them. I broke. They are they're <laughs> the latest company that like the it's from the, it's a Chinese based product company that's no surprise there that's where i got my sweet it's where you get things you see on the corners in new york city that they all have the same thing yes yes right yeah, so oh the yeah. same sunglasses you see at every corner in new york you can get from them mm-hmm. straight forward uh and so i oh where i was getting is that to the latest company that they're talking about like people are getting clothes they're my, primarily clothes and on the tags are written like coordinates like please come save us (laughs) like we're being hell like it's like apparently just atrocious but they got earbuds five bucks for a set of buds free shipping and they're only in japanese and i was telling casey obviously you're all hearing if you're even hearing this we had a hiccup like more than normal you guys sometimes hear how we get musbosh this one was literally casey got a message that we've shut your internet off until we're sure you guys are in bed third rail we were third railing it with our talk of who's who's the hot new magician the magi 
So I only hear Japanese, but I've been through so many earbuds when it loaded up. Mm -hmm. Like some, you can click through and you choose your language. These, straight Japanese. And when they turn on, they just go, hi, Shingai. And I go, okay, yep, it's pairing. And then when it pairs, it goes, shoot, gay. Oh, I'm paired. But that was only the left ear. Shoot, gay, nay. And obviously, you've probably been a fan. I was just like, oh, I'm connected. Perfect. And I pure confidence. She played right through. Everything was in. I was like, I never need to even figure out if this changes to English. That's all I need. Device. Anyways, so we've And you're halfway through a podcast and you hear, help me, please. Oh, yeah. Help me. Uh Help me. God, help me. That is, yeah. Except it's in a different language. You're like, "Ah, I think my headphones are pairing off someone else's. I think Michael Keaton's working in a clothing company and talking to me through the radio. (laughs) I'm not a ghost. I'm a human. I'm a man. Um, Well, we're talking about magicians. And we're back. South Carolina clap. Uh. That was the weakest. That was a set. That would be too hot for the mics. Uh, I don't want to mess with our audio. <laughs> that same show where I dimmed the lights to match mm-hmm. David yeah. Copperfield. He did a thing when he went to commercial break that still drives me mad. And it was a card trick. Can't let it go. In which the cards came on the screen. Oh, and he they told were you to pick ass. any card. And I picked a random card, and as soon as the screen came up, the, after commercial break, he goes, this was your card. And it was the Queen of Hearts, and <gasps> by God, Queen of Hearts, I thought I was haunted. I, well, of course. Like, I swear to God, there was like a, a hypno coin in the broadcast somewhere. Because I remember having the same exact feeling you had. Right. Because this, like, now, like, it seems it seems so funny because it's, like, the apes in 2001 screaming sure. at the fucking obelisk. Right. But you and I, because I had the same reaction. I was like, his magic is so powerful, it works through the television. I, and I have such faith in the almighty television that I knew it would work. Same. I wasn't like, I'll get it. That was him. our monolith. I'll pick it and change my mind. I'm picking like, the two of clubs. Yeah. No one picks it's the two of clubs. It's not even on the screen. And then David <laughs> Blaine comes out from behind your couch and gags you. Throws um, throws it into that empty Coke bottle behind you. Yeah. That would have been a good trick where David Copperfield just unzips himself and it's David Blaine. Oh, David Blaine, I got to tell you. He's a tall drink of coffee. See, what's he up to now? It's, uh... Guinness Book World Record, most bags of urine, or what's he doing? (laughs) Right, I don't... He's unfrozen from ice, I know that for sure. No, the restaurant I worked at uh, in Williamsburg, which was a popular spot. Sure. uh, I remember walking up to work, and I had the late late shift. So, you know, it's like a Saturday night, it's busy, people on the street. Mm -hmm. I was like, why is there the most expensive-looking crazy motorcycle and not like harley oh, davidson but like ninja? if you detransformed a transformer mm-hmm. like a two-pack this is a two-pack transformer not a full rig like optimus but sure spiky green <laughs> gray white Ooh. lots of lights 
thin wheels, and it was parked on the sidewalk in Bicycle front of the wheels? door. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, those thick ones, the you know, the thick bicycle wheels. Oh, with all those delivery uh, drivers with the electric bikes or the motor, like the gas bikes that they'll run you down. Remember those? Oh, yeah. It's like, you're, you're not pedaling, dude. Don't fake pedal. They fake pedaled. Why were also, why were all those bikes, didn't they always have like disparate like trash bags on them? Like deli bags? Like deli bags covering the battery? Oh, well, because they became illegal. Oh. de blasio made them illegal because somebody who's gonna begrudge they're fucking delivering your food i was just joking you're gonna begrudge this guy for getting an extra five miles an hour and not having to I, kill I himself want a few a few pumps less a day yes so i can kiss my kids on the head without pass before i pass out from exhaustion the sun you know the noise just got too close to somebody's fucking dog off of central park and they were like not in my fucking uh, world, baby. Uh, uh. uh. Anyway, so I walked. I was like, whose fucking Transformer crazy bike is this? And it's parked on the sidewalk. And it's in front of the front door. And a- as if it was scripted, I, like, opened the door. And then at the big, there was a big communal table in the center of the restaurant. You know, like, I kind of, you can't you scan the room when you walk sure. in. And some people are in awe. And then other and people you, are just like, yeah. oh, fuck, Jesus Christ. And it's like a half drunk David Blaine doing standing over and because everybody else is seated, regardless of whether you're at his table or not. Right. He standed and he's doing like that wizard pose with the one low hand and then the one hand high fingers I, I like a, a Kimbo, a splayed. I was like, that's fucking David Blaine. And he is wine drunk and his belly is hanging out. Nice. He had a and then He's I was always like, been known for fitness. Ass- well, what you spend enough time frozen in ice or trapped in the pyramids, you got to unwind a little bit, have a couple extra scoops so that I was just going to say a couple Rocky malts. Road. <laughs> He's, he does seem like a malt man. Oh, I I hope so. Everybody should be malt men. I feel like malts have gotten the shaft lately. How many nobody orders the malt at the dry, fast food anymore, I don't think. Oh man. Let's get Nestle on the horn. I want David Blaine as the spokesman for Nestle Quick, but it's got to be in that tin. Oh, do you remember what was in the tin where you had to get a spoon to pop the top off? I only like you were fighting in World War Two again. Yeah. In your MRE. And the tin would get like rusty because I couldn't wait. So I'd lick right out of the tin. I don't care if it's rust or cocoa dust. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the uh, Nestle Quick Powder on top of vanilla ice cream for anybody out there is one of the most delicious things you can have if you've never done it before. My mom only got vanilla, so I had to get creative. Put a little butter on there. Yeah. This butter ripple, you know, like put a little oh peanut butter in ice cream <laughs> is so good. So Steal some Leland scotch, throw it in with that butter, oh, butter scotch. But because you can't mess with mom's grasshopper ice cream or pink squirrel ice cream, she mom needs to have her frozen liqueur drinks, blended oh, that's liqueur drinks. In the back. Yeah, David Blaine for <laughs> malts. Bring them back. <laughs> and that's what it has to be. It has to be a can't like a subway campaign. David Blaine for malts, yeah. as if they're banned in new york but 
Not anymore, baby. I could we with that campaign, we could bring McDonald's. We could give raise them a point, which is huge in McDonald's Big world. Milk. A point in their quarter just by bringing David Blaine for malt and be like, remember the malt, and then he bites a quarter and spits it oh, at the screen. Man. But that's the thing. Like he, you got drunk people out on like you know, 14th Street, Alphabet City, and then he's like, "What? I see your glass there." I'm like, yeah, who are you? crazy guy on motorcycle with your belly hanging out and he's like i'm david blaine and i'm from malt and he goes yeah and then all of a sudden your your water canteen is just full of warm malt i thought you were gonna say instead of a playing card he just went and then just spit but it was just a long (laughs) rope of malt filling your entire cup because all he's been doing is drinking malt so he's like well my saliva is pretty malty because he would he had a trick like that Remember where he drank an entire fishbowl with a goldfish in it? Do you remember that? He drank it all and then he gulp. And then everybody'd be like, whoa. And then he'd go like open his mouth and he'd have no water. And then he'd close his mouth and then he would shoot out a she'd shoot out a stream of water. Like a never ending stream, like his mouth was full. And then right at the end, no goldfish would come out and he'd go. Oh, wait. Uh, 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 uh. Meanwhile, this poor goldfish <laughs> is tucked back behind his molars, obviously. But he would just throw I'm, up a goldfish. That's I can do that. Like, I have yeah, enough. No, that's not. Contr- yeah. That's disgusting. All old rookie magicians can do the old, like, let's tie a string to it. So he's <laughs> just hacking up a dead fish. Yeah. But th- I say you put 250 in, I put 250 in, Guinness Book of World, world Records. Uh, David Blaine spitting a jug full of malt. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just want to see David Blaine spitting for 12 hours to fill a 64-ounce jug. He has to fill one of those glass cider jugs. Just yeah, looks with better the little, in glass. Yeah, the little hook on it. Yes. That's yeah, what I was thinking. The whiskey hook. David so Blaine throw it over your malt. shoulder. But that brings... And we sell it to the highest bidder. NFT. Oh, an Baby. NFT malt. Uh... <laughs> Digital malt. <laughs> Digital malts. That's our new wave, or our cyber band, or whatever, root punk band. Or the digital malts opening for the hot sauce gays. Or the gay hot sauces. Um, the gay hot sauces, yeah. Does every successful magician run out of how we started this whole thing back, run out of the mm-hmm. dexterity tricks, the sleight of hand tricks, the beautiful art form that is, and then just go, sure, yeah. Can you Maybe cover me in rocks? Like, do they all just go to the the feats of like the di- which is cool? Don't get me wrong, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Sit yeah. on a flagpole, sit on top of a building forever. Sit but it's not <laughs> magic. I wish there was still a guy who was like David Copperfield is still sitting on the Empire State Building. He's been up there for fifteen years. He won't get out. David Copperfield he is won't. still. In our bedroom. He, he owns the building live. he sat there for so long. He squatted the state building. That's where it's going to go next. Like, magicians are just going to be like, I, for my next trick, I'm going to buy the Great Wall of China. And then he just writes a check with disappearing ink. And then he blows on it. <laughs> <sighs> and it's, it's, you know, signed $2 billion. The magicians, they the always... The check just unravels. Into this impossibly long check. 
Speaking of magicians, try cashing it, but not. You ready for week four, five, six of the air conditioning debacle? Uh, always, I'm always ready. Everyone out there, go back and listen for the riveting <laughs> story of my pain and anger. First guy, AC goes out. First guy comes. It's got to be a panel fix. $600 part. Do what you got to do, man. You're the professional. They can't come back for a week. Comes back. Puts in the part. I get sly-eyed because this guy, I don't trust I don't trust the cut of his jib. Sure enough, does nothing. I figure, I've been saying motor the whole time. Motor, motor. She needs some grease. <laughs> I'm winding it up as we talk back, rewind, like Amelia Earhart with a bamboo stick, getting her going. This thing needs grease. Guy comes back, greases it. I get grease for two days. He goes, grease can only get you so far. It needs a new motor. I've been saying grease. Okay, go motor. Hooks up the motor. Grease man, It eh? works for 12 hours. And then it's a heat wave. I'm sure you're in the middle of it, too. Oh, um, yeah. So the air conditioner is just... <gasps> So it does not, it hasn't been working during the day when the sun's hitting the AC. So the AC set at 65, but that will just keep the AC, it hasn't maxed out more than 83, 84. But then when the sun goes down, it starts chipping down. So by the time you wake up, she's at 74 degrees, 75, which is colder than we normally have it. But you have to keep it down so far and it, and it's, Finally, the guys are just like, look, it. what do you want us to do? It needs a new unit and this and that. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's the middle of a heat wave in Charleston, South Carolina. Nobody's got it's a goddamn unit. Nobody wants to like one guy's like, well, how do you expect me to get up there without a road or fucking walkway? It's like you're an AC guy. How many raft? I walk on rafters. I've been up there doing the dad inspection that I <laughs> what do you live don't know anything about. Fucking- Oil, Derek? Put a board down. I have down. a driveway, you fucking fathead. So, guy comes, like, I can't do it. Where am I supposed to kneel? Alright, thanks, company. That hasn't fucking done anything and fixed anything. And then, uh, another guy comes, gives an estimate, right? Meanwhile, it's hot as fucking here mm-hmm. in your air conditioning, guys. I'm at work. Meg's yeah, handling yeah. this. First guy comes, is like, mm-hmm. whoo! She is hot in here, but I can't put a new unit Thanks. in. You see my two kids in underwear with sweat beads dripping down their face? Can you look at the old unit that um, that my brother, that my kin has fucking thrown hard-earned greenbacks at that mm-hmm. doesn't work after all you've done? Like, just take a look and say, maybe she needs a kick, and it'll give you another three hours of sure. yeah. cool. Now, it is hot in here, fucking leaves. I'm like, he didn't even look. All right, fine. He doesn't care. Next guy comes, goes, looks, he's uh, he's like, well, it's a weird setup up there. Where's the other door to the room? You know, it's like stupid questions. Like, I didn't build the fucking house. Somebody got up there. <laughs> Somebody designed it that way. That's how it's set. That's where this unit fit. Put new unit in same shape size for this. Qu- just... What do you want from me? It's not that difficult. And everybody's saying... You can look at the skew on it and go, oh, it's an AR8799. Right. Oh, I know the specs on that. Just Google it, fucker. It's just fine. But that doesn't even... You're here to do an estimate. But then again, this guy comes in. He's like, whew, 
What do you got her set at? 65? <laughs> and it's what? 82? Oh, man. Must be a refrigerant thing. He's telling Magger. He says like a Freon thing. And in my head, I'm going, yeah, you know what? This does feel kind of like a car AC that needs coolant, you know, where you get the blow so right. it cools you, but you it doesn't suck the humidity out and da da da. So I'm going, this fucking guy says something. Pour a bag of star mints in it. Get that peppermint breeze. Says something. And then just like, well, see you later. But you're an AC guy. You can also, like, I'm just going. So the next guy comes and he's the, he's just, it's always a guy who knows a guy, right? So it's a guy Mm -hmm. through a friend. He comes and he's like checking everything out. Meanwhile, after the first guy was there, got a leak in the ceiling now or something. He's fucking trouncing around there because he doesn't have a fucking road. Whatever. Why did I say road? Just put a board down, you Clark Griswold. So he, <laughs> this guy, though, checks it out. He's like, yeah, I can get a new unit and get it off the truck, you know, like doing this. He's there just to do an estimate, just like the other guys. But this guy has some compassion and business wherewithal, by the way. He's like, but what I checked is you're low on Freon. So what I did... Because it's hot as fuck in here. I went ahead and took some initiative and Juiced pumped you. some of that juice in there. And you will you get a little more life out of it while I'm still quoting you. By the way, you got to pay me for that juice you chunked in. I chunked in there. But the AC's starting to, like, the temp is starting to come down. Sure. It's making it's it livable. Like, just fucking, the guy made a sale. It instantly, mm-hmm. the guy's going to make a much bigger sale. Because now it's like, go with that fucking guy. Cause he's the guy. He, he's the Whatever gu- he says, done. go. He's the guy. Oh, I'm so fucking mad. That is the, there's no humor in what I just said. This is a comedy podcast. But <laughs> the road we're towing here is. Oof. Well, let me break. I feel like if this is a time capsule, anyone listening to it now understands because for whatever reason be it man-made or god or the goddamn matrix everywhere is fucking hot as fuck fucking hot right now 2022 hot as fuck wild so we last week similar like just like you we like was like our ac has been fine thankfully but we had a massive power outage in Columbus. Makes sense, right? Why it would happen. And we had this crazy, like, I woke up the morning and Ash was like, we're going to have a storm. Like, the last podcast we had, Ash came in and was like, oh, That's there, right. yeah. there's a tornado warning. And that was just the beginning of this, like, slow build to this crazy, and I forget the name she told me. It sounds made up. It sounds like, you know, like... The Gryffindorfin, like, yeah, right. just this storm, but it happened to be, it happens, and it was one of those, like, it happened in 1978, the last time they saw the Mothman. But it, I guess it's the storm front where all of these crazy thunderhead giant, like, high-pressure storms meet, mm-hmm. and, like, the four horsemen <laughs> shake hands and decide to become... The most unbeatable force on Earth. Captain Weather, yeah. And 
just this crazy. So we had this. Cr- we were expecting crazy gnarly weather, and we just had a bad storm. But I was telling you, I sent you a message. Ash was showing me pictures. People have video of lightning that's coming from the earth like fingers, and it's Case. orange. Yes. This storm went from you. This was the Thanos the of storms. Thing, right? It was over us, Case. And it wasn't. Oh, guess we're not that far away. It was crazy. In the midst of. But at midnight, 1 a.m., um, like the sandlot, the, the fireworks lit up the sky that night. There wasn't like major like lightning coming down, but there was so much electricity in the air, mini lightning. It yeah. was as bright as day. As bright as dawn of just electricity in the air. It was very peculiar. Right, so you have people online trading stories and showing things that I told you because Ash was saying on on one of the, the Columbus Reddit forum. Yeah. People admitted they called the cops because they were like, it's UFOs. Oh. Because they were, they were seeing phenomenon that looked just like orange light and then no sound and like pulsing orange light and like their lights in their home. Like, you know, close encounters of the third kind shit. We are all, and they're like, uh, nine one one. It's the aliens. But what are we, we are truly, um, uh, what's the word? We are the sheepest E of sheep. You called the cops? Uh, they have us so fucking <laughs> trained, man. You called the cops. It's no different than a woman calling the cops for no... I mean, it's racially far different. But co- like people call the cops because they're like, uh, the vending machine ate my Twix again. You know, it's like, what are the cops going to do for an unidentified... Do you really think right. it's identified flying object? <laughs> Unidentified vending machine. It's just got a burglar mask on. Like, come just on. Just <laughs> like huffing from corner to corner, eating people's money. I was expecting a baby Ruth in this scandalous vending machine. It just bit me with lightning. I pressed <laughs> A3 and it zipped me. That's why I want to go. So, like, if I had a gun. I'm not mm-hmm. calling the cops. If I truly think it's an alien, and I'm come get, probably going to ruin Earth. Yeah, come get some. I'm not going to be aggressive. I'm not going to call the cops. I'll do nothing. But I'll load my gun, and I'll sh- kill an, a, 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 a one-of-a-kind creature <laughs> that came in peace. I mean, to be fair, there's no way. I'm certain there is some other form of life in this universe. Oh, yeah. And I, there's no way it's going to show up on my doorstep. Fate of the universe is not resting in my hands. I've seen Last Starfighter. And as much as I wish I I was so good at video games that I could save the universe because that game was a trick and a training machine for the Luke Skywalker of this knockoff sci-fi movie. I was like, that want that to be never going to be me. Unless the it wants me to make a mediocre cocktail, I was come on, like man. a like a an X Files episode. I yeah, but I I fantasize of what what you just said because you had the exact reaction, 
and you'll become like the Randy Quaid. You go, you don't want me, man. I'm not your guy. <laughs> but they know you're the guy. And you make the perfect cocktail to pour onto somebody's, you know, circuit Space panel <laughs> to, you know, open the gate to the ninth dimension where they need to go and then to get real to get I get to work fuel. in in a space bar on a, a deep space nine space i'm not doubles. lauded as the king of earth they're just like this guy works at my space country club working for 18 clunars an hour or lunar cycle nine two zunar working not too soon no i i said noon they're like come on man you can't just oh, work three noon. hours a day <laughs> that's why i said yes because i thought "Ooh, i think that gray said noon i would nine to nine to noon every day sign me up hey, zoom is just a 10-year cycle one of those tall whites said i could create my own hours Worst mistake he ever made. <laughs> uh, just the super. You're just the cranky super on like this incredibly uh, modern alien spacecraft. You're just like, still. I can't get into 2G. They put a still unrestricted for- lock on there. They put a chain lock. It's not allowed. I need my snips. Still waiting for those Christmas space Christmas bonuses. Like, well, I could fix that space toilet. Were you gone? Uh, yeah. Were you gone in Jan Lunarary? On the Red Moon? I didn't get a Merry Red Moon um, you envelope must, from you. Were you on vacation? Think. Did you take a holiday Red Moon? I just didn't see uh, <laughs> with normal time. Did you make the Took Red that Moon last party? Gift, I guess. That I was working at the Red Moon <sighs> tenant party? Nah, I can't fix your space fridge. Sorry. <laughs> Everything's just in belt. As I'm dragging this belt full of impossibly large weird tools behind me, pulling my pants down still. Well, see you later. I hope the space aliens are just like us. They're so progressive that they're regressive. So they're like, no, I don't have a fridge. Bring me big block of ice to put in wall. They just have ice chests, you know, because they're crafts people. Right. Right. So no preservatives. All their food goes bad. Some poor schlub has to fly the rover down to the ice planet, chop that ice to bring it back up. Ooh, this triple barrel aged bourbon is so much better with fresh chipped moon ice from our human slave. (laughs) Ice cubes. I heard a. I heard something to inject. I forget what you were telling me. Mm-hmm. Something about an advertisement or something you saw. Oh, the Rubik's cube guy. All right. Oh yeah. It yeah, just yeah. happened to be something you. But right mm-hmm. before you started, you saw. And right before I started, I heard something yeah. on the radio on my way home, and I was just like, "I fucking called it, Casey. Let me see if you can call it." All right. An ad. <clears throat> Active shooters are just a part of everyday life now. We all have to deal with it. We need bulletproof doors in our schools. Contact your congressman for bulletproof doors 
today. Your child's life depends on it. And what's the last part of that commercial? Brought to you by the NRA. Brought to you by the Committee for Bulletproof Doors. Doors? Oh, I was way off. How did you just... I was like, that's a commercial from RoboCop. It is... Come on. That is a commercial from a Frank Miller dystopian comic book. That's what it felt like. It was so obvious. doors on your school? Why don't you just go further? Just bulletproof bonnets on your babies. Well, um, the last shooting... Same thing. There's been so many shootings. Right. (sighs) Uvalde was the... It, it's so tragic, but every time I hear it, and it's it's not just here. I'm not picking on – I, I love where I live. I'm not picking on here. It just happens to be – I'm here. If I'm in any other state, I'm hearing it from any other stupid-ass politician who's just trying to jump on some sure. bullshit. We all know that. And I think I talked about it on the podcast. Like three years ago, there was a horrible school shooting inserted here, and they were like, active shooters are a part of our everyday lives now. Talk to your congressman about bulletproof backpacks today. And I'm not I'm not even making that fucking up. Their solution was bulletproof backpacks for your kids. Brought to you by, and I said the Bulletproof Door Committee, but it's the RPE Innovations, which is just a manufacturing company for Kevlar products. It is so base- on its face, evil that it just yeah. oh yeah lights me up, and it's just it's exactly like you said. It's so on the nose. It's so on the nose. It's the same as being on the nose. I see them aliens call the cops. What am I watching exactly? A 1991 mm-hmm. X Files episode. We haven't gotten smarter at this point to realize cops aren't good for very few things. They're good when you get an offender bender so they can record an accident on their paper but it's like it is so performative it drives me crazy (laughs) it's so funny you would say that like just that like like what are you like why you scumbum like who like what part of your brain was like it's okay to make this commercial but make money off of this um so we had at, um, just gone down with my mother-in-law to the Hawking Hills to go hiking. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we stayed in a cabin. And it's, again, down there, it's hot as hell, but it's fucking beautiful. Oh, I bet. Just these, like, it's verdant green, these crazy old forests that basically haven't been touched for, you know, 500 years. Beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, very limited human interaction just pass through paths in paths exactly out. what you want to do to get away from things exactly where you want to right be. exactly after the heat wave it is hot but you get in there and it you know it's 20 it's mellow degrees it's a different it's like you always told me about like the the heat that comes from the mechanics of our modern life yeah it's a different yeah. hot out there by yes in nature go on sorry so you're like hiking down into these ravines and you're feeling the temperature drop, and then you look up through these trees, and it's like an Ansel Adams photograph, but you're seeing it in real life where the, you know, the 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 hot and the cold are meeting, and it's just these shafts of light like you're in a, like a cathedral. Sure. Like that cathedral light. 
so we're like walking through all this and going to this thing is um called uh just it's this cave this beautiful cave and like you, you go under these trees and i'm carrying harvey it's green and then all of a sudden you get this like unearthly bit where the nature has worn down the mountain so it's almost like a sandy beach okay like in the middle of in the middle of this forest there's this like sandy beach and this giant waterfall okay and it's just like this is fucking amazing you just take it in and you're dealing with mm-hmm. all the stress and you just scan it and then you're like and some motherfucker had the fucking balls to leave a giant fucking bag of shit. <laughs> Just a Ugh. giant bag of dog shit. In a bag. In a, It was in a bag. I would rather no. it be in the dirt. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. This it's triple, fool. It's double bagged and triple tied. This cheap idiot this is i'm like gonna break the pen in my hand right now we talked about this <laughs> right we talked about my running for politics dog shit sticks pin it i got a tobacco news on for you um that makes me so mad you Doesn't fool it? just let your dog shit like it would have been gone by now long gone kick it down kick it the this waterfall. sandy thing into the waterfall no one would have known your dog wouldn't have gotten in trouble. No one would have cared that your dog was taking a shit literally outside in nature. Just kick it off the path. That, I think that's human decency, right? That bag will courtesy. outlive us if that's that bag will outlive that cave. Yes, that's what's, when yes. the monoliths return and come out of their UFOs. That will be the only thing left of recorded human history. And comically, he'll step in it first thing when he gets off. Of course. Hey. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and the other Take your shoes off will before be you left. get back in here. Uh, so I saw that dog shit, so it made me hot, like, took me out of the moment. And then in that moment, when you get that, like, comedian anger, mm-hmm. you just right. start to overanalyze everything. Like, all of a sudden, you get the Terminator eye for, yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh, fucking bullshit. Where else is bullshit? Fucking bullshit. And in this cave, because people have been in there since the fucking 1800s. There's like graffiti, but not spray paint, like carved. Like you uh-huh. had to take a rock to it, a little scratchy, dig it out. Takes a while, you know. And it's you know your traditional, your classics, like mm-hmm. you know, Yang, HF Dagger. loves M M H, you know, sure. CVH loves HVG, hard around it, sure. like Lovely. traditional stuff. Like, and you're like that means something. You took the time to do it because you care about that person enough to like commit it. Yeah, I, I got no problem with that. Put it in a tree. I got no problem with that. And then you're looking at it, and then all of a sudden, in the midst of that, after I saw the dog shit, I don't think I would have noticed this had I not seen this giant bag of shit. Ben worked up, yep. Someone carved a tic-tac-toe game into the wall. Oh, yeah, baby. And I was like, that's all you have? That's it. That is it. If you have... The wherewithal in the time, that's the fucking best thing you can fucking think of, is tic-tac-fucking-toe. I'm surprised it's not a cube. Climb into that bag of dog shit and just float on down the river. Let me put a monkey, a snake, and a tiger in that bag of dog shit with you and (laughs) kick you into the river. That is so... Tic-tac-toe has ruined 
so much. It is the worst game. It's ever. It's not yeah, a game. Of course, yeah. It's not a thing. It just proves our lack of imagination. Right. That's what made me so mad because I was like, you had no imagination. At least you didn't. You didn't put someone you love. Put mom with the heart around it, or dad, or your dog. At least that is something. Just you going, oh no. <laughs> hey Hans, you want to make a move in twenty minutes? <laughs> you stay down there. There's, like, come on. There's something about the if you can we can we take it back and own it in irony. But no, I think it will play into your bit where it's like that's how it will play out is the monoliths will return mm. in their ships, step off the thing. The yep. first gag is, oh, shit, they stepped in a bag of dog shit. Mm. That's the only thing that was left. Our planet Earth is doomed. And then they'll go, beep, 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 scan, see that tic-tac-toe and go, I think these guys are all right. <laughs> yeah, and then they put an X and nobody wins. <laughs> right. And then they nobody play tic-tac-toe right. once. And decide they hate the game. It's the worst game. Uh, tobacco news. I'm getting back on my bully pulpit. These, this, it's all. I'm really, I'm really down on the human race today. Um, <laughs> just, I'm going to use the term "man up." Just step up. I'll use the term "step up." Mm-hmm. Human yeah. race, and take some responsibility. And you're talking about to a guy. A guy is talking to you, who lost control, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. many things intervened. But basically, was it whatever? Many things intervened. I'm able to step in, and then just step back and realize it's not for me. My body doesn't work. I'm talking about drugs and alcohol, right? Yep, yep. Take some if you can do it on your own, just mm-hmm. manage it. You know if you have a problem or if you don't. I'm getting to this. I don't know why I'm trying to justify it. They are the <laughs> government with these kids fucking having to put a bulletproof fucking backpack over their fucking backpack. skull for an active Which shooter. Which you don't even give to Marines, by the way. They're regulating how much n- they're reducing nicotine in your cigarettes. They're putting a stopgap. They're stopping, not stopping. They're putting a limit on how much nicotine, which is the only natural, by the way, substance in cigarettes now, because it's derived. It's just like THC. It's the only natural thing. I'm sure they have done shit to it, but regardless, Mm -hmm. it's not like the fiberglass and all that other shit. Just no, like look, that's they're, they're saying it's because. If they reduce it, kids have less likelihood of becoming addicted. They're just going to buy more of it, dude. That means they buy two packs of smokes. That's it. At all, that's all that. Just I don't, I don't care. I don't want people buying any cigarettes that don't. But I don't want you to tell me I can't. This is stu- just. And I don't want you to. I don't. Hey, Mike Bloomberg. I don't give a fuck Mikey how much D. sugar is in my Cokes. I can tell when I don't need another Coke because my belly's getting bigger after too many days and my metabolism's slowed. Now, 
take that money and do what you don't want to do and give appropriate and a reasonable, responsible amount of money to the agricultural associations that can promote healthy foods and not take money from Coca-Cola Inc. And do, but like, don't tell me you've had too many Cokes. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me no on shit. I don't know. Where am I going, Case? Don't reduce <laughs> right. my smokes. They're, they're <laughs> Which I don't d- even And I do. haven't smoked in years. But it, that it, it's all going back to smoking in bars. They're just going to yeah. take it away. They're taking everything from us. We're mm-hmm. sheep. We're going to let them do it. That's where it's coming from, right? We're going to let them do it. Yeah. And people are going to... People that are not me are going to listen to me and they're going to make a unqualitative uh, association between mm-hmm. assault rifles and how much fucking nicotine you can have <laughs> because regulation is regulation. No, it's not. No, Just show some sense of logic and don't think if we didn't go through enough files that old PG Mills or Philip Morris isn't in the fucking pocket of somebody going sure we'll reduce the nicotine because we'll literally just produce twice as many cigarettes right they'll sell twice as many cigarettes and we'll agree to do it because you'll cave and put some earmarks in your bills that will do you know it i promise you it is i'd say tie that shrink to everything you're gonna have less nicotine in cigarettes i want smaller bullets tiny guns Tiny guns, tiny bullets. Well, that's it, right? <sighs> Fucking nothing but derringers, baby. I just think we. I I just think we're full so of nicotine. By the soft. way, nicotine is great. You can go buy a nicotine toothpick, pack of nicotine toothpicks tomorrow, and all you're doing is chewing on a toothpick with a little jolt. Mm-hmm. It's just like drinking drinking a <laughs> cup of coffee. Right. Try regulating. Um, somebody's amount of caffeine they can have in their espresso tomorrow. That's when the cars start burning. You would, I, I don't know. Would they? I would hope so. Right? Mm-hmm. I would hope so. Because they're just, yeah. I just think we've just, we're just so willing to go mm-hmm. along with everything. They've just got us under their fucking teeth. Mm-hmm. You, Timmy and I were texting about it yesterday. I went to a mall. I'm shifting into angry dad mode, but I have no basis coming from any sort of oppressed grouping. And I don't need to over-explain what I mean by that. All I mean is that it is so on the face how these companies that have nobody's interest at heart are so bald-faced willing to just lay it out there and be like, it's fucking June... Pride, baby, don't forget to get your Pride BBDs, don't forget to... And I am not coming from a place that's like, hey, I haven't gotten representation in my entire life. I like that. And okay, then Mm -hmm. I'm in the wrong there, 100%. But I will apply it to fucking um, Juneteenth fucking shirts at Walmart. Like, you don't give a fuck about that. And we know you can go in the files and you can see all their executives putting money in the same pockets of the politicians that are voting against LBGTQ, uh, LBJTQ, right? Yeah. They're voting against my LB Johnsons. 
But like they're voting against that. They're voting against equal rights, discrimination rights. They're vote, but they're fucking mm-hmm. just slapping on a shirt, and sure. it just makes me so mad. And I know there's you... a lot of people in parts of movements that are like, "We get it. You fucking like the Pride Parade. They have two of them now. The one parade mm-hmm. in New York, at least. There's the parade that happens. That's like, yep, we'll take money from Budweiser, and we'll take the rainbow cans, and we like the representation." And then there's the old school fucking, the, not Stonehenge. Yeah. What was it? Stone. The DI was Stonehenge. Stonewall. Right you have the guys who were in the fucking fight when they could get arrested. Yeah. The people that were in the fight when they get arrested Beat just up. for wearing pantyhose. Like, that are like, go fuck yourself because you guys have done nothing yeah. but put me under your boot heel my entire life. And now you want to make a nickel every June. Mm-hmm. It just... Like I was telling you guys, they're making hot sauce, like pride hot sauces. And look, I'm fucking proud of everybody being able to be who they are in this country. But I, it's just like, I'm just so sick of, I'm, I'm against the fat whites. I'm making a fat white shirt. (laughs) I'm on, everybody that's listening is like, wow, Hans is really starting and stopping. He's like a fucking lawnmower that he can't get going. Cause I don't know where to go with it. I'm just enraged. And uh, I don't have a right to be because I've truly taken the step back. And like the last thing I heard politics wise was old dopey Joe Biden shouldn't have been on a fucking beach cruiser anyway. Do you hear about this? <laughs> Just be fucking yes, falls yeah. over on his. What's he doing riding a bike on the beach? You know how hard it is to ride your bike on the beach? And he's fucking I, I, riding up for a photo general. op. Anybody. It, I'd give you a hard time if I'm like, Casey, just walk up to the camera. You don't need to be a cool guy, ride your bicycle up to him. And he took a spill. You think he thought in his mind's eye he was going to do that cool skid? Like oh. come in hot and give him the old Maverick? I'm buzzing the tower. Casey. HJB. You always help me see things from different angles. If that's what he's going for. That's what he wants. God bless him. If he did, pulled that off and did a cool, rad, like fucking... Hooking the daggers hard, smooth, with an actual skid mark behind it? Oh, man. He has the brakes that would break. would lay down his arms. The brakes that you just pedal backwards to break? You know? <laughs> right, yeah. Those, not even the handbrakes. Those shin killers? Maybe. Oh, that would have been cool, but he didn't. He's an old man on a fucking Kmart face, beach like cruiser, all... and he fell over to the side. Uh so I guess that's why I'm angry because I'm even trying to step back and then I can't even go to the mall without being like, it's like you said, my mind, my interpretive mind, my constant dog shit bag seeing mind has been, was yeah. activated yet again, right? We by trained seeing, our brains to do this. Right. By seeing that van, don't forget to get your pride van socks. Like, come on, vans. Like. Why not Where's have that go? Where those coins go? Rainbows are just why not support it all? It, it's and then boom, my mind's clicked, and now I'm just seeing mm-hmm. fucking like you said, a dish, uh, whatever those Nancy Pelosi had on over her shoulders, and they took a knee. Oh god, that performance. Are they? Were no? Were those kafefi? What are those? I, I would say it wrong, whatever. but it's a traditional, um, you know, African the scarf garb in support of African, you know, in support of a movement. If you're part of a movement and not just hopping on its back for two seconds for a cameraman, Take but a you picture, can go to Rue 21, the cheapest, the, the same store where you mm-hmm. look at your tags and somebody signed like 
they, they're taking my toes, you know, and you can get that design as a hoodie for $12, but only in the month of June. It's just like, I Gross, yeah. am, I'm, I'm an angry as hell and I'm not going to do anything about it ever, except for complain <laughs> on the podcast. And then my internet goes out. Oh, just Because we're it's too hot. We're coming in too hot. I am too hot. It's done nobody any good. Ashley sent us a thing yesterday. Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison, excuse me. Um, yes. Did, and you, did you read it? I did, yes. It was amazing. Sometimes I scan articles. I'm like, I got the gist. I fucking read through this beautiful, we'll lay it out for our listeners, serial, mm-hmm. not a serial killer yet that we know of, a guy that cruises a nuisance, the strip. A public nuisance. In Toronto. <laughs> nuisance. Cruises the strip in Toronto from 2 to 4 a.m. No, no, it's even creepier. It's in fucking Halifax. Oh. Nova no, Scotia. If, so it's a fucking island. As far as remote as possible. Everybody knows everybody. Elliot Page is from Halifax. Um, and he just cruises, picks up young men, and gets them to wear... One guy described it as extremely tight leather gloves. Yes, uncomfortably tight. Uncomfortably gloves. tight, and he gets them. And I can, you can hear the sound. I hope I can give everybody the visual. You put on a tight glove. It's nice leather. Probably has a nice smell. You got to push the fingers down, and the guy's like, push you that glove on. Heart, make a fist, and you know, with a tight glove, when you make a fist, it kind of feels like you're stronger. <laughs> like you're gonna break through to that it. glove, like the Hulk. And that guy gets <sighs> off on it. And he just has these guys wear these gloves. And, but he's touching himself while he's doing it, right? Yeah. Uh, that was his pay for the ride was, could you please try on my gloves? I mean, that's a pretty interesting, weirdest thing I've read. <laughs> that's my, that's my while. Rubik's Cube article for the night. I fucking love it. But that man <laughs> is a danger. But I will say... If you want to lay out kinks, there's something about describing like a nice hot set of tight dry, old driving gloves. You know, the kind you put the gloves on and then you put the goggles yeah, they on. They were when you like drive their the knuckles were exposed. I might, if I get amorous and and my partner agrees, I might throw on a pair of <laughs> lovely baseball and... gloves, uh, batting gloves. There's something. It makes, your like, fingers look, it makes your fingers look nice. Oh, man. Yeah. Everybody's got a kink. I was like, if the guy didn't, you know, drop the dong Tetris style, mm-hmm. I, do your thing. It's like those videos of people that like to get kicked in the face. It's a, <laughs> a thing for all things, you know, something for all people, as long as nobody's getting hurt. But these guys also, these guys are walking the strip. Well, these guys, do you really, again, all right, I'm not going to, all right, make Andy Rooney. Mm-hmm. In this day and age. You're going to walk your strip at two to three. And the guy talks about how it's the dead of winter in Nova Scotia, which is yep. fucking South Dakota cold or more. Yeah. It said, well, I just stopped fighting the cold without a coat. So I got in this guy's car. Really? Right. Because he, really? he had said, like, I was working the late shift bar clothes, tried to call my old gal. I think she fell asleep. He wasn't answering. So I guess I'm just walking home. Got that. That cold, cold weather gumption. Yeah. I'm gonna hoof it home. Where am I gonna sleep? The bar. 
So this guy had enough foresight to be like, well, I want to live somewhere extremely cold. <laughs> yeah. Where I can just get a bunch of drunks, a drunk, soft headed, middle, high, upper Midwestern, lower Canadian rubes. Yeah. Give them rides. And that simple price was, hey, would you like to try on my gloves? I mean, because he could just pay. Um, I guess that's maybe what he gets off is like throwing it on him. So the surprise factor, that's why he's dangerous. Of course. Because he's got a sexual association with the assault factor. It's the flasher mentality. He's got the, uh, my favorite part is his excuse, which was just like the excuse of Scott Thompson in Brain Candy when the cops raid the uh, the side restroom mm-hmm. and all the 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 gay dudes hooking up uh like run out fast and he's like no i was just in there i had to take such a long pee and then i looked over and this guy's darn dick was hanging out and he was <laughs> taking a pee and oh no no but this guy's like Oh, no, no, yeah. no. I'm a glove salesman. I guess my only crime is trying to sell my gloves between two and four in the morning. Four in the morning. <laughs> From my car. Didn't one of the guys say Not like... Not the jerking off part. Like, just the perfect Canadian Midwestern politeness. It was like, mm-hmm. they were good gloves. Like, literally preface oh, yeah, his like, statement like, nicely made. He even, a, he, ap- he even apologized for how good of quality they were. That's Which was why he was so excited to sell them so late. That is... They're just good quality. I'm so sorry that they're so good quality. I want a balance between that kind of naivete, politeness, and just common sense logic in this yeah. world. Can you find a fucking balance? Because you're either all rube or you're all scrub. <laughs> yeah, <right>. You know? <laughs> just come on, man. All right, well, you glove lover, what do you think? I think I'll, uh, if the audio is strange on this episode, don't let it shake you. Uh, uh, it'll be back to normal. Um, yeah. Next ep. Last podcast I'm recording while mm-hmm. last living, podcast from living in South Carolina. I'm sure not the last one I'll record down in South Carolina. I'm hitting the road next week, folks. So you're listening to the last SC recorded pod and you'll be listening Mm -hmm. to the first not the first what do you call it the first back to new york pod the return of the killer um next week or the week after i gotta try and get there i gotta try and drive a fucking u-haul without going into a goddamn (laughs) ditch (laughs) and then deal with all the uh fucking internet jockeys without my head exploding when i pick up my u-haul and it's like u-haul is proud of Americans, my flat. I'm just be like, no, I support, but I got you. I need to see the man, and they're like, you're a, you're a racist for gays. Like, no, I'm a racist for fakes. And then I throw a copy of, I throw a copy of Catch Twenty, uh, no, Catcher in the Rye. Phony. I'm a racist for phonies. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I don't think he knows what either of those words mean. I don't know. Read a book. And then he doesn't even have the right he's book. Got, this is Catch-22. He's got two books. One book that just says racist, and then it's blank, and then Catcher in the Rye. This is just a program from an old Minnesota Twins game. <laughs> Ooh, he really took good notes. 
Uh, all right, you uh, numbskulls. I love you, and there's nothing you can we, do about it. That's true. Same, Zs. Don't just be what? followers. No. And never trying a pair of gloves. For a free ride. No. We, only in a store. Yeah, don't. Well, unless you want to see a nice show. Maybe on the other side. If I'm... Mm-hmm. I'll put on the gloves. And I get to see a free hearty beat-off. You don't even have to worry about getting... Uh, sure. Viruses on your computer? A live show? A peep show? A New York City <laughs> 70s peep show? Put the gloves on. I'll you, turn it on him. I'll be like, when are you going to yank can, it? Be like, well, I don't like it if you like it. At that point, lean uh, over that back seat and go, come on, man. Give it a little extra, would you? Give him a few fly swats with your tight leather gloves. Oof, give him a tap. Watch that thing wilt like oh. it pulled the plug on one of those. And then I fuck those wind baggy car salesman guys. I, I run with those gloves because now I got warm. Yeah. I take those gloves, now I'm out in the cold again, but tight, nice, hot leather gloves, and I cover my ears, because that's the only reason I want to ride, because the ears are what get you first. The, that sharp bite of cold on those ears, if you decide to make the walk, yeah. you think you're going to make it, and then the first time your ear, you, you tap it, it feels like an icicle's about to break, then you get in the old <laughs> glove guy's car. How long before glove guy gets one of those guys, checking him out, give me some, and then he just gets choked out? And then a, a choke murderer, the Halifax Strangler, is just like, got a free pair of strangling gloves. Oh, that's pretty funny. I was going to say, do you think that guy gets offended to the old uh, uh, Canadian rube where he's like, put on these gloves. I've crafted them out of the finest veal skins. And he's like, no, no, I'm good. I got my, no, I'm good. I got my old trusty, I don't, I forget what that brand is that starts with a T. I got my old Thinsel 8s here. They've been working pretty good. The pinky's going on them, but they're pretty warm. That guy's just like, no, no. And then he just melts. Put these tight gloves on your dick and balls, please. I was going to say, could you put these gloves on? And by on, I mean, let me stick them up your butthole and smell your neck. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's my kind of glove salesman. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a discount? Hey, these are... <laughs> are these rainbow gloves? Yes. My cereal salt is proud of my... There's Alabama always and... something. All right. Nice, man. All right, I love you, man. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah.